Hi, I'm CJ. And I'm Kari. And, and this, this is, is Expecting, Expecting Expats. So this is episode two on fertility, where we'll be discussing, really taking a deep dive into what it means to even get pregnant, how to get pregnant, and even understanding if you're fertile and what that even means. So um, I think, CJ, you were saying that in school, we're taught really concretely that, you know, never have sex because you will get (laughs) pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's not... Maybe not the sex education we get in Denmark, but at least the focus is very like, (laughs) you need to use protection and Mm -hmm. like, basically I feel like you learn that if you have sex, it's easy to get pregnant. So you need to be careful. Yeah. And uh, for example, if you choose to take the pill, I I know like a lot of my friends and myself, if we forgot to take one pill, we would instantly think like, oh no, like maybe I'm pregnant now. (laughs) Basically, I'm just forgetting the one pill. Um, so like, I feel like our whole youth, we've been kind of like thinking of how not to get pregnant. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day when you want to have a baby, uh, things change. (laughs) Yeah. You realize how difficult it actually is to get pregnant and how you have to be in this certain time window and everything like that. And, and that's what one thing that I think really is interesting. I mean, I'm from Texas, of course, so we had abstinence only. And so it was very clear in our teaching that no matter if you're using any kind of contraceptive, condoms, pill, whatever, you will get pregnant. <laughs> you will get pregnant and Don't you might to... die. Yeah, literally. Oh and, and you're going to die of all the diseases you have while you have sex. So <laughs> it was it was a scary... If you have sex, you will get AIDS and die. Yes, no, seriously. That was that was kind of the memo mm-hmm. that we got from Texas Education. And, and so, right, you were always... Were, of course, people were having sex, but then you were always worried, of course, that you were going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then hear the horror stories, of course, of... Oh, your parents will disown you. You'll like be left penniless woman on the street. <laughs> and it, it really is. But yeah, you turn around and you, and then when you actually want a baby. You realize it's not that easy. Maybe. Yeah. Of course, for some people it is. Right. Um, we looked a bit at some statistics. Mm-hmm. So young people, I think the definition was the woman was around 25. Um, for young people who are actively trying to conceive, it's like 60% that conceive within three months, which is quite a lot, I think. Yeah, and then it's um, 80 to 85 conceive within one year and 90 to 95 have conceived within two years, uh, which means like it's five to 10% that don't conceive within two years of trying and they might need more help. And, and that's kind of interesting because we do speak about, you know, young couples that are 25 and below. And then even with us, though, I know that it's harder to get pregnant. Yeah. The, I guess, the older you become, where even at 35, women are thought to be geriatric, like yeah. old people, eggs, and it becomes even harder to get pregnant. And especially in Germany, you're put on almost this... Um, high watch of uh you have to have double yeah. the doctor's appointments i think in the u.s they do that as well i've heard about that yeah yeah because they want to make sure that the baby's okay and that your geriatric egg <laughs> it sounds so bad <laughs> that you're not getting 
uh, a kid that has, for example, Downs. Or yes, other exactly. Chromosome. Exactly. Issues. And so it's one of those. It is really interesting about fertility and and really understanding because when you do try to get pregnant, you just start learning all these rules that you're never taught. Yeah. This two week window, this waiting time, this when when does any of these things happen? Yeah. But. Um, I do, I do think it's, it's even with the fertility problems that we, that people see, you know, and, and those points. And one thing is that, uh, we're told as women, as we get older, that we get less fertile. I also, uh, read a study that actually, um, over the last 50 years or something, Mm -hmm. um, men's, uh, semen quality has halved. Yeah, like the quality of their semen is going down like rapidly. I think it did say that it had like stopped now; it wasn't going. Yeah, and down as rapidly, but still, it's like whoa, what, what happened? <laughs> no, I I read that as well, and I actually saw a, like a news article about that because, or not so like I saw it on like probably YouTube, one of those uh, economists or whatnot that sperm quality is going down, and they don't know exactly what are the reasons for it. It could be the plastic in our Food products, yeah. it could be that men are becoming more sedentary and not, and you know, they're, I don't want to say, in the, this is in the U.S., but they're becoming, perhaps their weight is increasing. Yeah. So that will then bring down sperm equality. And I think it is a, a key point that you're saying, though, is that it's it's not just women who yeah. face fertility issues. It's also men. And a lot of, half the time, it is the man's issue when you're trying to get pregnant. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's often the woman maybe taking it on her, like, oh, my body is not working. Right, right. But, yeah, we need to see, like, it can be a problem with both the men and the women. Exactly. Yeah. And and that really is a thing that I think we'll dive into, of course, later in this episode, is when you do have fertility issues, what happens and, and what steps you can take. Even in Germany, you know, learning about this, trying to get pregnant in Germany, and then seeing what, what steps could I take over here. Then in the U.S., I was hearing stories, of course, from my friends who had fertility issues and what they did, which it is different and how much the government even helps here um, with the birth rate. Because I'm, okay. Yeah. Because I understand the birth rate is fall. I mean, it's falling in the U.S., but it's going down in Germany. Yeah. So there are a lot of resources that the German government provides you to like have a baby. They really want to help you. Yeah. yeah. It's the same with Denmark, I feel like, but I also interestingly read that I think maybe that was just a European study, but it was um Denmark, Germany and Norway where mm-hmm. the sperm quality was the lowest. The lowest. So maybe they're putting in like an extra effort to uh, Why why to why people. was that though? What do you what do you think's going on with the men? I don't know, honestly. Wow, interesting. I mean I think, especially with knowing that the sperm count is low, and I know this from speaking with other uh, friends and family members who are dealing with fertility issues, I think in a weird way, it's harder for the man to comprehend that his sperm isn't good. Yeah. Because just, again, dealing with fertility issues and getting the man on board, the man wants the baby, but he doesn't want to put himself out there to get tested, to do all these things to take the pills and medications that women are taking shots or doing whatever to, to up their, you know, follicles or 
and people who don't know about follicles, that's <laughs> one thing you're going to start <laughs> learning is how, how, how strong your, um, your eggs are and whatnot. I mean, it is a thing that it's a full, it's a full industry. It's a full topic that you don't even really realize until you're trying to get pregnant. Yeah. It's really, uh, yeah, a lot of science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, exactly. So let's dive in. I mean, um, let's kind of go, I don't know if you want to first tell your story then, um, of um, how you tried, okay. or we can go with mine as well. Yeah. I can tell a little bit, uh, so I had been on the pill basically half my life, mm. uh, 15 years or so I had been taking it. And, um, actually before I had the talk with my partner of start, starting to have a baby, we had another talk that I wanted to get off the pill to kind of see, uh, do I even have like a normal period? I don't even know like how my body works because uh-huh. I've been on the pill since I was like a teenager. Yeah. Um, so I already had stopped. Um, I guess a year before I got pregnant in the end to take the pill and I think it took a long time before I even got a regular cycle Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if I was even uh, ovulating because as the months go by and we were we had uh, had the talk to actually start trying to have a baby I started noticing a bit more like what was going on with my body and I got to know it a bit better. And in the end, a few months before I got pregnant, I've, I felt like I could actually tell when I was ovulating. I could feel it. Oh, so you, yeah. so you though, didn't take any tests. You didn't do any, anything. You just kind of, kind of read like, okay, this is probably what my body's feeling. Yeah. And then this is when we should try. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then we tried to just have sex quite uh, regularly I guess <laughs> time. But, uh, other than that I mean it was very within the norm like after six months of like actively trying I yeah. got pregnant um for the first time and then unfortunately I lost that first pregnancy in week six I started okay. bleeding <clears throat> I hadn't been to the doctor yet or anything mm-hmm. but that one uh a little lentil. We called it lentil. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> because it was only the size of a lentil or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, that one we lost, unfortunately. But um, then one month later, already in the next cycle, I didn't even have my period. Uh, I got pregnant with Emily. Okay. So. So you guys were trying for six months. <laughs> and then in that six month, you got pregnant first yeah Mm -hmm. and I think though people don't discuss miscarriages enough and I think it goes both ways I think I think one in four women have a miscarriage within their lifetime yeah so it is common it's very common and especially an early loss I mean that's also what the doctor tell you like it's your body's um, natural way of yeah sounds harsh but getting rid of something that wouldn't have probably worked out anyway yeah yeah um so it's also something healthy i mean of mm-hmm. course if it happens multiple times then you need to maybe get help for it yeah but it does happen a lot and they also say like maybe it's up to 50 percent of you know fertilized eggs that don't work out but you just it happens so quickly that you just think it's your normal period 
Yeah, I, I completely agree that a lot of people don't know that they even miscarried. They might not even be yeah. trying to get pregnant. I think it is harder for women who are trying to get pregnant yeah. and they get that positive result. And yeah. then a couple of weeks later, it it doesn't work out. Not even a couple, but even like, let's say, because a miscarriage is actually only between the first 12 to 14 weeks, depending on the country's standards. Yeah. Like I think in Germany it's 14, but in the US it's 12. So when you hit the 14th week, you're technically viable and it's good and then it kind of sounds harsh and scary but after the 14 weeks it's considered a stillbirth yeah which yeah. is also but then you might also have to actually give birth to it yeah which is, which is something that i think it, it's it's interesting to talk about because you want to feel comfortable being like i had a miscarriage i'm not alone in this yeah But then on the flip side, which was kind of what I felt like, I knew the statistics of how common miscarriages were. Yeah. So it made me so anxious. The end, every week I was, and I'm not even religious, but I feel like I should start being it. Um, because I would just be like, please, 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 please don't let this be a miscarriage because I knew the percentages yeah. and I would, I was on this app yes. that would show. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, Uh, when I got pregnant the second time, I don't know if this is something I would recommend, but this is something that I did. <laughs> like every day I would check this website where you could see like the percentage of... Um, how much it lowers. Yeah, the risk of miscarriage, how much it lowers every day. Yeah. So every day I would go check, okay, now it's like 12%, now it's 11%, now it's like... Right. Or whatever, something like that. <laughs> and I would go and tell my doctor that I'm doing yeah. this and he would say... Corey, you ha you're having a healthy like baby. And I'm like, but we don't know that. Don't jinx it. Like, do <laughs> not tell it. me I'm having a healthy baby until you know yeah. the baby's out and healthy. Like, yeah. and even, it, and, and so, yeah, I, I think though, but at the same time, it is good to know that miscarriages are normal because again, a lot of people have them. Yeah. My mom had three in a row. Yeah, and then I can imagine you start getting really anxious. Yeah, and I think, I don't know why she had them. There could be for multiple reasons. A lot of the time, it is like what you said, that it's your own body, you know, basically saying, no, this isn't a viable baby. It won't yeah. survive out of the womb or something is going on. It's evolution just saying this, this isn't good. Other times, it could be what the woman does, you know, I guess externally of like if she's drinking a lot or if she's smoking a lot, if she's drinking a lot of coffee, you know, yeah. that says that it raises uh, the rate of miscarriages it, until that 14, 16 weeks. And then you can go back to drinking coffee and yeah, eating chocolates. Uh, yeah. I'm sure like it can have some small impact, but honestly, I, I, I wouldn't tell anyone to think like that, that you, That you might have done something. That's also a little bit how I felt with the first time because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was around Christmas and New Year's, and I thought like, oh, it's because I was drinking alcohol, yeah. you know, because we had been trying for six months and I had mm -hmm. stayed away from alcohol, and it was like nothing's oh, happening. Yeah. Now yeah. I might as well um, have some alcohol during the holidays, and then of course that was when I was pregnant. <laughs> so I was also like, oh my god, what to do? But in the end, the doctors also told me it's nothing it's not, that you yeah. did. Just... And that's the thing. I think it is, and it's a good feeling to know that, that there's, it just happens naturally. Um, 
But my question for you, so, right, when you were trying to get pregnant, you were in the six months, and then you actually stayed away from alcohol for most of that time. Yeah, I was trying to limit it. Okay. As in, like, just one drink every other night, or, you know, were you, like, trying to not get, I mean, of course, I feel like when you get older, you going out and getting, going clubbing and getting wasted, it's kind of a thing of the past. (laughs) <laughs> maybe for the maybe. listeners out there yeah or the future yeah or the future yeah you kind of when you start working it's I cannot take a Friday or a Saturday evening and get completely you know shit faced yeah. because I, I have to be, probably try to be productive this weekend with my partner yeah well the thing was we can talk about the two week wait after yeah but I think every month it was like that um, those weeks after I thought I had ovulated and until I got my period, then I was basically thinking I could be pregnant. So then mm-hmm. those weeks I would not drink alcohol and I would yeah. be, you know, extra healthy with everything. And then yeah. when I got my period, I would be like depressed and be like, oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> there it is. I'm not pregnant. I might as well drink some wine and eat whatever because it didn't work out. And then I would have that for a little while until I think okay now it's around ovulation time and okay yeah that would be like my cycle every time like okay maybe I'm pregnant maybe I'm pregnant yeah and then, oh damn it I'm not like okay fuck okay. <laughs> my my journey was a bit different I, I was similar where we started right you, you had to talk you're on birth control and most women which we can even discuss this in another episode about birth control um, we decided to get off of it or, mm-hmm. I, you know, we, as I said, I want to, my husband was like, yes, let's, let's try. So I got off the birth control and when I got off of it, because I was getting the birth control from my, um, like my main healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. And so I got off and after three months, the doctor said, like, if you, if your period doesn't get back, like go, or actually I read this online. After three months is the normal time where your period starts again naturally. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, you should maybe just go to your doctor and check it out. And so I went to, that was when I went to my gynecologist, my OBGYN. And I said, you know, or Frauenarzt in Germany. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I haven't gotten my period. And I went to multiple doctors, but so I went to my old one that she was way up North, uh, like 45 minutes away. So I, I traveled up there and she told me what birth control were you on? And I, I showed her the birth control I was on and she said, who, who gave you this? What? It had been outlawed in Germany for women for having birth control for the last four years. No. Is it that one that it's, it's a higher risk of like, uh, like blood clots yes so blood clots and so it's only meant for because it was such a high dosage that i was on since i was you know 17 18 and it was really only for um facial so dermatologists could yeah. get it for facial reasons like for you know acne yeah and that was some of the reason i was on it a bit like i kind of was breaking out and i was trying to this is another story, but I didn't want my mom to know I was having sex. So I was just saying, ah, my face is breaking out. And so <laughs> then I went to the doctor. That was one of the reasons because uh-huh. when you're under age, your, your parents have to, uh, when you're under 18 in the U S yeah, mm-hmm. they have to sign off that you can okay. get it, which is a whole interesting. Thing. So that was one of my arguments. And so I was placed on this birth control that was really high dosage of hormones. And so they said, oh, it might take you six months. So wait, wait another three months. 
months or like, okay, okay. I waited another three months and I didn't get it. I still didn't get my period. And so then, um, I, I switched actually at the time cause we moved to another doctor and then I went there and I was like, okay, I want to, and they're asking you when you go in in Germany, what well, are you trying to have a baby? Like, Kinderwunsch? like, do you, do you yeah. want this? And it's like, uh, yeah, but you're almost like nervous to say it. Yeah. Cause I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> Looking back on it, I have no idea why I was nervous to tell the doctors. Yes, I want a baby right now. Give me a baby and now. <laughs> so I would say, uh, maybe in like two months or three months, you know, like I want a baby. Okay, then just wait. And they just kept telling me to wait. And so then, again, I waited another three months. So now it's been nine months that I haven't had my period since I got off the pill. Wow. And I went back to the doctor and they said, okay, try these herbal remedies. Like uh, um, one was, uh, it's not something berry. Something berry. It's something cacti berry or uh, I know what it is. But it's supposed to really stimulate um, your follicles and so I they said get that for two months I was on that and I didn't get anything and then they put me on this other herbal remedy and you know you read the reviews oh my god it made me pregnant in the first month and you're like okay it's gonna work it's gonna work and the entire time Eric and I are thinking okay well what should we do should we try I haven't had my period but I think you know because you read the signs of ovulation you know like what like what um being fertile looks like with your discharge really and I'm like okay I think I'm I think this is it yeah so we're trying but you don't really know your cycle yeah because there is no cycle but I'm thinking because I hadn't had any scans at that point I'm thinking okay well I'm I'm actually ovulating but then the next month I would like take a pregnancy test because I'm like I'm not out of my period (laughs) I just wasn't and so the whole time, so this was like nine months. And then at that point I went into the doctor and just kind of cried and was like, I do actually want a baby like now, yeah. what do I do? And this is the time they said, okay, you need to go to like a fertility specialist. Okay. So then I went to the fertility fe- specialist and that was kind of crazy. And it's like hard thinking about it. Cause you're like, Oh my God. But they literally told me I was in early menopause. What? Yeah. Like I couldn't get pregnant. <laughs> and yeah. it's like so scary thinking about it because now I have my baby. But like, you're like, what is going on? And so they put me on like a f- three month hormones, which is like hardcore hormones. And I had like gained seven, eight pounds because, which is good. I needed it because I was losing weight because of stress from my job. But I was so scared and like, you know. Eric and I weren't even married yet. And so I was even thinking, oh my God, like he wants kids. Like we discussed this on our first day. <laughs> yeah. Is he not going to marry me now? Cause I can't have kids. Like, because that is a deal breaker. I mean, even for me, if someone were to say, I don't want children, I'd be like, no, I want kids. Yeah. And I, I uh, so many emotions, me feeling like not good enough. Um, and then, so I was put on this hardcore hormone pill that I had to take and my period finally came back, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm like, my period came back. And so this is now 14 months in. My period came back. And then we tried, of course, like, you know, reading the signs or whatnot. And my period didn't come the next month. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. Like the first time <laughs> yes. I'm pregnant. And then nothing. It wasn't there. And even the doctor was like, I think you're pregnant because this doesn't make sense. And then I thought... And then he said, well, technically you have to have your period for three months for you to be cured from this, whatever. Okay. And my period never came back. 
So then he said, okay, let's wait another month. Uh, and so it's always waiting. the months. It's always the months. You're like, okay, this month's waiting, 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 waiting. And so now we're, yeah, a year and a half in. And I, I didn't get my period back. But again, you're thinking you're pregnant. And yeah. so you're constantly yeah, buying these pregnancy things. And I just was, every time you're depressed and you're like, what is this going on? Yeah. But that's when I realized, because again, we're, we're, at this fertility specialist and in the u.s it is so expensive to go to fertility specialist and to even do ivf or whatnot it's like a hundred it's like a grand or something i'm thinking without insurance helping you yeah that's crazy and in germany you get both partners get three tries yeah so technically you yeah you have six tries which is amazing yeah um, and so everything was paid for. So I just felt, okay, Kari, like you're going to have to do IVF then because your period's not coming back. Something's wrong. And they would always look at my follicles and see the eggs and they were like nothing. And there is, I mean, you do know that like as women, you're born with a million or so eggs in you, but like over your lifetime, there's only like basically every time you have your period there's one egg that comes out you know yeah. so it's it's quite a lot that come but you're thinking okay well what are happening to those eggs then yeah. <laughs> like and they're like no they're Why just really they so they basically said my eggs my follicles were just growing my eggs because they're really small and then they kind of grow and they're supposed to be like three to six centimeters in centimeters millimeters what am i saying i have massive eggs <laughs> i'm a chicken <laughs> Um, the millimeters and they're measuring it and it was like one and they're like to have be healthy you have to have like six and then they saw that my lining of my uterus when I was technically ovulating which I would come in during my quote-unquote ovulation times to see what the eggs were yeah my lining was only three millimeters and it was supposed to be 11 to like 20 to, because it, the lining catches the, the egg yeah 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 Again, I felt like I was becoming a scientist because I was reading. I was reading. I read so many books about how to get your period back. Yeah. I like watching TikToks, everything. You can't stop yourself because you just become obsessed with this. Yeah, and and that's the that's the issue. Like I became obsessed, and you kind of have to. And your partner does as well because he's hearing about it. He's listening to it. He's dealing with it. And yeah. so what happened was I actually then had to take much harsher. Um, drugs where like shots and injections and one of the reasons why we were thinking and this was way back like we need to start thinking about getting married so our insurances don't fight each other over ivf oh like if who we're has, on the who same, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well, honestly and you think this way logically and you're thinking okay it's going to be less they would fight each other but it would be less administrative work for us if we just got married And yeah. just dealt with this. And it sounds yeah. so bad because we love each other. But it really was a, should we do this, you know? Um, yeah. And anywho, um, those, the hardcore shots and everything worked for me. I finally got my period um, 2019 for three months in March. Like it was, I was... Like, oh my God, I got my period three times. I yeah. technically cured. The yeah. doctor said, you're cured. No more you know, let's get, let's check Eric because basically they said, if you're not pregnant in three to six months, you need to come back and we're doing IVF. 
Yeah. And at that point then, you know, Eric got checked and I was, I, he, he, again, he was having a issue with it almost. And we had a, we did have a long debate and discussion about this because it was, wait, I did all of this and you can't go get tested. But it, it, he almost was scared. Yeah. But then he came back, his test came back with like flying colors. He's like, man, I'm good. I'm like, (laughs) it's me. No, but, um, and then at that point I thought I'm so obsessed with it. Everything is normal. I have a job that's less stressful now. We were moving in together and I thought I'm just going to like relax and just try to, and then we got engaged and I thought, okay, I'm going to focus on the wedding. I'm not focused on baby anymore. And it sounds so stupid, but in that time frame, that's when I got pregnant. It's so typical. That's what everyone is telling, like, don't focus on it. Like, just relax. Yeah, don't. And it's just <laughs> advice to get right. Like, it yeah. doesn't help if you're really. Yeah. But apparently for you, it worked as well. <laughs> no, honestly, though. And it was one of those things where it, it was a good story for me, you know, because I see people I know. And I, it's crazy because I see sometimes people in the apotheca or the pharmacy here in Germany. And they're getting, like, the drugs, the IVF drugs that you yeah. can see. And you can kind of see them and you know the titles on them. And like you just, and even being, and you just like, your heart pulls from you like, I hope you get what you want. You know yes. what I mean? And even when you are in the um, fertility uh, hospital area, or I guess the clinic, that um, the Kinderwunschzentrum is the one I went to. Yeah. But, and you see all these women and you just know when you're in the waiting room and it was a, it's a pretty large because there's like 10 doctors there. And you just think, all of us want babies. Yeah. And all of us are either having an issue or not. And some people, like, they're doing they're doing some interesting things. And I'm like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> they're getting saline drips because they once had an abortion back in the day. So this is going to help them clean out their body. What, I mean, Germany is a... I don't know if they do that in the U.S. But, like, in <laughs> Germany, Sometimes I was always like, what is that? Approaches. Yeah. So, all in all, though, it took Eric and I three years to get pregnant yeah that's and a long it feels like forever exactly and what you were saying before it's because you're just constantly waiting yeah and you're waiting every month and months pass so quickly when you're in these two month segments yeah. of can i drink can i not because i was also going into this phase of oh i can't drink during these two weeks yeah once i once i got my period it was okay i can't drink yeah. You know, and Eric was like, Kari, you're not getting wasted. Like, you can have two glasses of wine with me. You know, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, I know, but like, I don't want to hurt the baby if we have one. I don't know if we do. Yeah. Um, and so I was also very, very similar. But yeah, I, um, I mean, well, I was engaged and I thought to myself, I want to work out and be my best fit self for the wedding and so I was working I was doing two days at the gym because we were getting married in like around four to five months so I'm like oh I'm gonna like for four months I'm gonna go running now I'm gonna add like cardio to my like weightlifting and and then that's when I and that's when I got pregnant and then it was oh well we don't need to get married anymore to be doing the IVF and we don't (laughs) (laughs) no 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 we yeah we still got married but 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 it was a yeah, it, it was hard. And again, with this miscarriage statistic, it was always in the back of my mind thinking, we tried for this long. Please, yeah. please don't 
mess this up. And so I was kind of an anxious the entire time I was anxious yeah. about pregnancy. And even though I would like read statistics, like, okay, I'm in the good spot. I'm healthy. I'm doing this. I would get so anxious about it. And then I would see, you know, you of course yeah. and other friends of ours who had kids and it was just so beautiful and wonderful. And I'm like, oh, please, 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 please. Yeah. Like, please, you know, no, but it's really when it's something that, yeah, maybe it's biology, but like when you want a child, it's, it, it takes over almost like mm-hmm. everything in your life somehow. And even for us, it was like a very normal, it was super normal, uh, yeah, process, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but still, even, yeah, even then every month when I would get my period, when I found out I wasn't pregnant, I would uh-huh. still be sad. Oh I'm, yeah. Like depressed. Like I canceled my birthday because I got my period. I was like, no. <laughs> I thought I was going to announce that I'm pregnant. Like it's yeah. so silly, but Yeah. That's how it, when you really want it so badly and yeah, for a lot of people it it takes a long time. It doesn't happen just first time trying, so Exactly. And that's why I think it, it's good to speak about because it is harder. I mean, of course, we have some friends who got pregnant the first time trying. It does happen, yeah. And it does happen. <laughs> and even the next time you try, I heard it's even... Maybe it's easier for the maybe. reason your body knows what's happening. Yeah, that's a bit what I think, actually, with my miscarriage, that then my body had been pregnant. Yeah. And I already had had the hormones. Yeah. And then it just happened right away. The baby, like, yeah, they knew that it wasn't like a foreign... Because yeah. really, your body honestly thinks it's a foreign object and is trying to dispel of it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite <laughs> Yeah, too. Yeah. The body is like fighting itself. And it, so it is one of those things where I think Germany and even living in Europe, it really is a good place to be if you are trying to get pregnant and it's not working. I had a friend who lived in the US and uh, she was older. Old. She was 36. Not old. But geriatric, according to medical yeah. terminology. And they were trying, I think, for about two to three years. And they didn't... Uh, they weren't pregnant. And yeah. so they came, actually, to Germany on mm-hmm. an assignment and just got in the IVF because the German government will pay for it. And so now they have a two-year-old daughter... <laughs> then and they so, so yeah so it did work out but honestly IVF does work and I think that women shouldn't feel bad if they're trying for it because I think every woman knows who's trying to get pregnant that that's that's the way to do it you yeah. know like and just try try will, everything yeah you are willing to do whatever it takes I think yeah it's something that you really want exactly and for most people it does happen if you get the help it's a matter of time yeah and don't be afraid of telling your doctors what exactly you want when you want. No. <laughs> no, you don't need to wait three months. Just no. say you want the baby no. now. <laughs> no. They won't make you wait, especially in Germany. And But again, Germany's very, very pro-babies and they're pro-pregnant yeah. women. Pregnant That's women true. have a lot of rights. It, even in the U.S., there's an yeah. issue with pregnant women. Doctors don't listen to them. But um, I would say it's very, very positive. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So maybe we should uh, round up where... Yeah, no, thanks then for listening to episode two on fertility. The next one will also focus on fertility, but more of tips and tricks on how we got pregnant. Yes. And how others do as well. So thanks for listening. Thank Until you. next time.